Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Fake Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back to the final cast. I'm your host, Josh. Actually, I'm your healthy host, Josh. I'm Brad. Dude, I'm always sick, man. It seems like every time we do this, I'm sick. Dude, you need to start taking vitamins. You got. I did. I started taking Flintstone vitamins. Well, that's your problem. Those are for children, not adults. No, they're not. I did research. (laughs) So how's it going, dude? Trying to hold in a cough right Besides now. Being sick. Good. I, I mean, I haven't been fishing or anything lately, but yeah, it's whatever. Me either. The, river, the river's flooded. It's been flooded since beginning of December. <clears throat> yeah, it's it uh, pretty gnarly. Yep, it sucks. So, you ready to get into this? Yeah. Cool little product that we saw on uh facebook so yeah you you ran across it on facebook and what's even crazier is that our dude chris anderson saw your comment and instantly i mean within probably the hour of you posting it maybe even quicker sent me um our guest information um and they are buddies i think he said high school buddies actually i can't remember high school or college buddies and um so I got uh, in touch with our guest. His name's Nick Thompson, and he is the owner of Big Mouth Kayak Crates. Nick, welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for uh, having me on. Not a problem. Um, I don't know if you were <clears throat> listening, but Brad and I were just discussing um, how he ran across your um, your Facebook page, and I had actually seen some stuff uh, being posted up and um, some of the other groups and things like that, mm-hmm. and. Um, And Brad made a comment and tagged me in it. And then it was funny because Chris Anderson, which is a mutual friend of ours, um, reached out and gave me your information. So I shot you a text message and here we are, man. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is a good friend, man. I've known him since high school. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure he was in college or high school. So I didn't know he was uh, much of a kayak fisherman. Yeah. Now you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Where'd you guys go to high school? Yeah, Amelia. Amelia High School. Okay. Chris yeah. wanted me to mention, um, you know, about fishing uh, at the mansion or in front of the mansion <laughs> or something like that. Uh, yeah, we used to hang out there back in the days, <laughs> uh, mostly at night. And, uh, yeah, he used to catch fish barehanded out of there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of drinks happening there. <laughs> I, I had a spot like that. We used to catfish uh, over by uh, in West Carrollton by the river in these little ponds. And we used to catch monsters, man. And we'd get drunk as hell actually out there all the time and build big bonfires. And be we'd go out there right before it got dark, collect firewood, and then be like, oh, dude, it's five in the morning, man. We better go. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of hell. Fun they, uh, they built a neighborhood there now. So the yeah. lake's still there, but you can't fish it. Yeah. Well, Nick. 
Um, I wanted to start by you telling us a little bit about yourself, what you got, what got you into kayak fishing and, you know, what kind of kayak you got and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I got in it probably a year and a half ago. A buddy of mine, uh, he had the Hobie 360 and, uh, you know, said it was a whip pretty much like everybody else does. So I went and got one. Didn't know the price of it until I went to purchase it. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a good one. And, uh, you know, he got me on it and uh, got me fishing the trail there, the Cincinnati Fishing Kayak Trail here out of Cincinnati. Yeah, Strictly Sail puts on and uh, went and hit a couple of tournaments up, the ones I can hit. But, uh, yeah, I got the Hobie 360 for, uh, Pro Angler 14. And, uh that's pretty much it, man. He got me in it, and it was that was it. After that, so did you uh, run, did you run into Chris at any of the tournaments this year? I seen his name on there. I didn't know he was, uh, you know, a kayak fisherman. I mean, he posted a few pictures here and there, but I didn't know he was, you know, in the tournaments just like he was. But surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some hot sticks, man. Yeah, fight, <laughs> fighting up there at the top all year with our oh, old yeah. Mike. Yeah, he's impressive, man. It was uh, fun watching him uh, break out this year in the local scene. And, you know, Chris, yeah. Brad, Brad's actually known Chris longer than I have. Um, they met through, was it from the OGF? OGF? Really? No kidding. Um, yeah, I, I fished with him for the first time like four years ago. Something yeah. like that. And then I met him last year, the, or no, the year before. Uh, yeah. towards the end of the year or like mid year in the summer and stuff. And him and I went on a couple of river trips and yeah, that was when me, you and him and Justin went out the one time, I think. So yeah. The, yeah. He's a good time. 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just ran into him at the show here in Cincinnati. We just had our uh, fishing expo and he was there and got to catch up with him. Heck yeah. <laughs> now, if anybody's wondering, Brad is got a nasty cough and cold. So if you hear weird noises and gasp and all kinds of stuff, like and it's cut out real weird, it's Brad because he keeps hitting his uh, mute button. So just as a kind of you know, let you guys know what that weird noise is. It's it hilarious, Brad. This is you. This is what it sounds like. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I was doing it last week too because it started exactly last Tuesday night. So. Oh, did it really? Yeah, we were recording and I had to keep hitting my mute button to clear my throat. No good, no good. Well, at least we're not doing this in person. We got to be worried about you spreading your cooties everywhere, dude. Yeah, <laughs> airborne. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, so let's uh brad you got anything you want to try to attempt to say <laughs> no I, I mean let's get into the crate stuff man <clears throat> i got the website pulled up all right yeah I, uh with the crates man it was just kind of you know i searched around tried to find something to fit on the back of the 14 and i just couldn't find anything big enough you know yeah. the way i wanted to set up i wanted to take everything in the kitchen sink with me so, uh, and I wanted to be able to fit the trolling motor. Mm -hmm. I mean, the motor battery inside the crate also. So I couldn't find nothing. Even the biggest crates out there, I couldn't. I didn't want to purchase it and not like it. So I just went ahead and built my own. Yeah. And uh, kind of drew it up like everybody else would do something. And uh, 
do some ideas around by myself and uh, just started building it. And then uh, you, you mentioned you put the battery in the back and uh, you have a motor. Do you put the motor on the back or you have it on the front? Yeah, I got the trolling motor on the back. Okay. Torquedo. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was, I was thinking it was one of the bigger batteries in a bow mount or something. No, no, I'm not. Uh, I just don't like the bow mount motors, trolling mm-hmm. motors on the front. I mean, I fight the fish left to right, left to right. So, I mean, it's just, I like the trolling motor in the back. The battery's in the crate, you know, it's protected. So, uh, you know, I designed it for myself. I didn't design it, design it for other people. I didn't design it to market it. I didn't mark, you know, to sell it or anything. I just, something I just wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a buddy of mine, Clint, he wanted one. So I built him one and he fell in love with it. And then, yeah. you know, another guy's seen it. Well, then uh, I go to, you know, my, I did, the hubby was hurting my back. The seat was mm-hmm. when I was fishing all day. So I'd fish four hours, get out, stretch my back out, get back on and fish a little bit, you know. And, uh, you know, it was just to where I was so sore Sunday night. You know, I didn't know about going to work Monday. So I was like, man, I got to sell my kayak. So that's that's why I, how this all happened is, is I was selling my kayak on Marketplace, Facebook, and uh, nobody wanted to buy the damn kayak. Had so much money invested in it. Oh, with yeah. the trolling motor and the power pole and everything. Nobody wanted the, wanted the kayak, but everybody kept asking about that damn crate. You know, and I was like, man, ain't I'm not selling them. You know, I just made them for a couple of buddies and that was it. But then, uh, you know, more and more questions and people offering, you know, more than what I paid for it to build it. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, you know, I didn't want to sell the kayak. I pulled the kayak off. I didn't want to sell the kayak. You know, I just missed it going out there and fishing with everybody. And the, the camaraderie of the tournaments, man, that's what's cool. That's what I like about the kayak world. You know, it's everybody's cool. You know, it's. Good thing to be in, but uh, started uh, getting a hold of a lot of people. And I had one guy push me, you know, from up in Pittsburgh. He he's the one that pushed me the most, and you know, so you might have something here. You know, everybody's wanting one. I've been showing people pictures, and so what I did is, uh, you know, I came up with the company label, I mean the logo, and just woke up on a Sunday morning, man, and said, "Hell with it, let's just put it on Facebook." Five sites, Facebook sites and it just blew up you know cool. it was it was like probably midday i already had you know 20 orders in one Holy day crap. and then it was just after that it's just blown up i mean it's all the way from new york to california it's all over i mean it's cool i got to talk to a lot of people you know what i mean it mm-hmm. and learned a lot about i mean that's the thing is i know i didn't i'm an electrician so i didn't know nothing about manufacturing mm-hmm. you know or mass production of anything and i'm still figuring it out but i mean it's that's the cool part of it man is just taking it from step one and to where we're at now and i had a you know customer build the website for me uh raymond he did help me out a lot on that end you know just because i he took care of it i didn't have to touch anything he got it up and running and we got to still get in there and tweak a little bit of stuff but we're uh i got like three models i'm coming out with you know but I want to get them three models out there. Once we get them out there to be a little bit easier to get your options and stuff like that. But 
that, that's that's cool though because it seems like all the best products in the kayak fishing industry always come from a similar story like yours you know mm-hmm. where they wanted something for themselves so they built it and more people see it and then they want it so yeah, yeah. just domino affected i mean it was it's cool i mean it's a cool community i mean that's the thing is everybody's called i mean i I talk to everybody by phone. I give them my number. I talk to them and they like that. I mean, it's a one-on-one mm-hmm. deal and all these crates are one off. I mean, that's the thing is, uh, now I'm trying to keep it basic, but everybody's like, man, let's add this, let's add that. And I'm like, man, I can do it. It's just going to cost you. Yeah. But I mean, I do battery boxes in the back dividers now. I mean, I'm doing a Yeti backpack cooler holder on top of one of my lids, you know, for a customer. So, I mean, it's, the sky's the limit, but then you start dealing with weight issues and all that. So, I mean, you, you yeah. know, you want to keep it light, but yeah. I'm looking for lighter products too. I mean, it's, you know, what I started with for mine and what I'm trying to get to is, you know, just a lighter product for the kayak. So what are you using right now for uh, plastic? Right now I'm just using a PVC board. So, I mean, it's readily accessible and it's nothing's cheap when it comes to plastic and that's what right. I realized. I mean, it, anything that's made by a machine that takes oil or anything <sighs> like that. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot to it. So I mean, I'm yeah. looking into the HDPE. I mean, I like that product. It's very lightweight, but that's getting me into the CNC machining of the product. And, you know, I'm trying to keep it one off. I think if I get in a CNC machine side of it, then it's going to be, you know, one basic model for a Hobie and, you know, one basic model for other kayaks, you know, so. Yeah. But 90%, 95% of everybody's been Hobies, Hobies already, you know. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of Hobie guys could just specifically to fit just in the back of the Hobie the way it's set up. Now, are you, do you do custom orders or is it just straight? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is uh, I talk to them one-on-one, so I mean – you know, the customer calls me, we talk about it, go from there and, you know, I get my price right then and there and then plus shipping. Okay. You know, so. so they got to provide you with like the dimensions of the well of their kayak in order for it to work. Yeah. Well, I, well, I got the, uh, the, uh, the pro angler 14 and 12, you know, I got all the basic measurements for that, what they need. If they want it any bigger, we can do it bigger, but. I've already put it through the trials and already used it enough to, to know what fits right for you. When you turn mm-hmm. around in your seat, you know, open the lid, you know, to where it ain't, you're not cramped up, you know, and you're able to get to the back of the kayak. I mean, the back of the box and everything. So, yeah, dude, I really like the design, but my favorite thing that I see that you're doing on here is it looks super sturdy. Like it looks oh, like yeah. the material, like the walls of the box uh, of the crate mm-hmm. have a good thickness. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the, the drainage all the way around. That's awesome. But my favorite thing is the hinges. Yeah. Love the hinges, man. Yeah. The struts and the hinges. I mean, it's after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers. If we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that, Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores 
and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. You know, like I said, I was building it for myself. So it was all, uh, I went through everything to try to make it work right. And this is what I found, you know, and uh, that's one of the models there with all the holes around it. And then, you know, another model was just the holes on the side. And then third model be a solid waterproof box, which is heavier, but uh, you know, it's completely waterproof. Yeah. You know, for... So what are the dimensions on the, the mega crate? Uh, a lot of them are, uh, well, they're all 28 inches long by like 16 and a quarter wide. You know, if you want dividers, it gets a little wider. Like if you notice in a couple of them, it's, I, uh, I'm coming out with the pictures here soon. I'll be done with these next four I got in the, in the shop. So they have all the dividers and the battery compartments and, you know, a little bit more, I got rid of the regular holes in the handles, you know, and I got actually heavy duty kayak handles in there now. So, I mean, the product's getting better as it goes, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you know, and I got a latch system. It's pretty much like a Yeti cooler latch, the rubber latch on the front now, you know, oh, nice. and uh, they can come with a lock. If you want to lock, that's an option. So, I mean, pretty much. You know, they're, uh, they're made if you flip your kayak you're not losing all your shit out of it you know the yeah. lids gonna stay tight i mean i've had one customer he's already flipped it man and he lost all of his rods but he saved all of his tackle but yeah you know now did you make um any ways to be able to secure it down on the um on the kayak is there any suggestions for listeners if they were to purchase one of how you're uh how you're doing that yeah, I mean the factory straps that come with the back of the, uh, the the Hobies come with the factory bungee cord that goes all the way around, and we just looped that into the into rod holders. You can see in some of the pictures, you know, the strap comes up on the sides and straps in there, and and it's also on uh, one inch rubber feet underneath it, so it's not sitting, you know, plastic to plastic on your kayak. It's actually got like rubber feet. And it fits down into the molds. If you, get, you got a couple of crevices there, you know, for uh, the bottom of the kayak there. They fit right in there. It stops it from shifting left to right, you know. So, yeah. 
You strap it down good. I mean, I got hold down straps I can put on them too, but I mean, it's every kayak's different. Yeah. Mm. So have you been getting a lot of requests outside of the the Hobie? Yeah, the Hobie, Hobie gang, the Hobie clan. Yeah, I mean it's the bona fides. It's, it's, I mean it's I do get a lot of questions about them, and uh, like I said, I just run up to strictly sale and pull measurements. But I mean, you just got to think your thirty seven hundreds. A lot of people are using the uh, Plano edges, you know. Yeah. So I mean. You, you them are wide as they are now, and then you figure a crate and some of these kayaks ain't built in the back like the like the Hobie. The Hobie you can fit, you know, the the bigger crate in it. But I mean, I can build them any measurement, any measurement, any kayak. I mean, that's what I want, what I want everybody to know is they're completely custom made to your specifications. If you want them two foot tall, eighteen inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> six inches wide, eight inches wide. I mean, anything you want, I can make it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a one-on-one -on -one deal. I'm sending you pictures as you're getting your crate made. So it's, you know, it's a cool process for them, for the customers. You know, they like that side of it. And they actually get to talk to the owner. But right now that's what I'm doing, you know, and, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure in the future it's going to change, but, you know, I still like that one-on-one -on -one with them and, you know, a lot of them are happy. I mean, when they call me, they're, they're talking to me, you know, and mm -hmm. and they're cool just to, just to do that, you know, just to talk to someone about it. Heck yeah. I'm digging, so. uh, I'm digging what you're doing with the, uh, the paint, the colors and that sort of thing. That's pretty cool too, man. Yeah, they're all custom match. I mean, I go, you know, it's a lot to it. I mean, that's the thing, these crates, that's why they're prices they are, you know, and you know, not only are they custom made, but the paint, everything on them, you know, and there's a lot to it. You know, so have, you just, had, have you had any issues with the paint? Because I know painting that stuff can be kind of tricky sometimes to where it wants to flake off. Well, yeah, you, you got to you got to do the process right for the mm -hmm. paint to stick right. Then you got to, you know, you got to I do three to four coats of clear. I mean, I do some heavy clear on it. I mean, it's. It's going to get hit. It's going to get chipped. But I mean, I haven't had any issues with chips, but I mean, it's, it holds up. I mean, yeah, you can stand on top of my crates, you know, nice. Woo. <laughs> so I mean, you, you stand on top it. of them and I mean, they're your stout. I mean, that's, I don't know about putting Chris Anderson on top of one, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he didn't hear that. He didn't hear that. He will, man. Nah, he ain't going to hear that. We're going to edit that out. Edit that out. That's funny. No, nah, he'll be the first one to rip on himself. So, nah, but I mean, they will hold up. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't be scared to put them on it. You know what I mean? I mean, I just think uh, the way I build them from the first one I started is uh, they're, they're getting built a lot better now. I'm not saying they were. I didn't cut any corners back then, but if I'm putting a product out there for everybody to use, I want to stand behind it hundred percent right? and I want yeah. it to last, you know? So, so how does the construction of the box go together? Is it like screwed in or is it pop, pop together? I wish it was popped together that easy, but, uh, yeah, I do use, uh, pretty much two inch screws, heavy duty screws on them. And, uh, some of it gets glued pvc glue but i mean it's you know it is i, can, I don't I'm just trying to hold back on all the weight i mean that's mm -hmm. the thing is if i can come up with another product i mean i know the hdp's out there but you can't really run that through a saw and do all the routering like you can with the pvc board mm -hmm. you know i mean that's like the 
creek you see with all the holes in it i mean that's those holes are just regular holes cut but you know then i send it over to my daughter and she does all the routering she likes doing mm. that part of it she likes to help out she helped in the design process of it a little bit that's cool this is her room by the way so i'm not a florida <laughs> gator fan i'm just letting y'all know that right now i'm in her room i'm in her room because it's quiet yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this, the walls are good. With, you know, no, I mean, really no, that right there. I was no, digging the me, LED man. lights and, you know. Nah, this is my daughter's room, man. <laughs> my room's out in the shop. That's that's the only room I have is out there. That's Funny. very cool, man. So I was, one of the other things that I saw was what looked like, um, <laughs> I don't want to say crate, right? like a tray system. It looks like it fits the on sitting on the front hatch of a Hobie. Is that yeah, what that's the uh, the coffin crate I came up with. And uh, the way that is, I mean, the thing I don't want to put out there about that is that's not on the market. I'm not selling it. And that's why yeah. I pulled it back off the websites because it does take you drilling holes in the front of your kayak and measuring. And uh, mm -hmm. all the guys I've talked to, I mean, I've talked, like I said, a lot of guys from all over <clears throat> and I'm trying to package the product to where I asked most of them. I was like, I was to break this down and you had to put it together at home to save you on shipping. Can you do it? 95% mm -hmm. of them say, hell no. I want it straight out of the box on a kayak. I want to yeah. fish it that day. Mm -hmm. As soon as it gets to me, I'm putting it on. I don't want to have to build something. I can't build it. Most of them don't even know how to work a screwdriver. <laughs> some of them do some of them don't you know and yeah and that's the thing is uh you know i tried to get the shipping prices down but you know the weight of the crate I and mean, it gets up you know we're up to like 17 pounds with the with the compartments in it for the batteries and the dividers and everything you know everything starts adding weight and mm -hmm. you know that's a big thing with our kayaks is keeping that weight down yep. you know but it'd be a challenge for sure i didn't it is you know that weight's a big deal i mean uh you can put airbags in the back of the kayak you know nrs sells them you can blow it up in the back that gives you a little bit in the back you know to pull you up some but mm -hmm. you know that's the big thing i'm fighting is that weight you know yeah. and the minute i start into the hdp of it and i'm trying not to outsource anything i want to keep everything in-house you know and keep everything right here yeah, yeah that's the way to do it it's one of those things man that you know hopefully the cost of that uh, you know those materials and stuff will come back down i mean mm -hmm. brad and i were we've been talking to a lot of people and we saw the price increases with kayaks themselves and you know especially after yeah. texas got frozen and oh yeah you know, and and all the other things that happened down there and it's just it's unfortunate when so much stuff, you know, we're all realizing through the pandemic of how much we've kind of as a country grown accustomed or not accustomed, but we're very reliant, you know, mm -hmm. and um, hopefully that opens some eyes out there to, you know, these big companies that outsource so much stuff that we need to keep things in house to, um, you know, keep things in check. And that way we're not sitting there with the grocery stores shelves right. empty and yeah. cars not being able to be made and you know oh it's hurting it's hurting everybody i mean yeah. that's the thing is 
you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't know how to price it when I first came out with it. And then the materials I was getting and uh, the labor I put into it. So that's why the price I threw on there, but you know, and I know kayakers, it's kind of like, they don't, they buy once cry once. That's what yeah. I was always yeah. told. And, uh, and man, I give everybody the price after we're done and everybody's been cool with it. You know, I mean, the price starts, I mean, I, I tell them, you know, price starts at three fifty for the basic box and goes up from there. And yeah, hell, most of the time I'm at 400 and 500 bucks just for the crate, you know, and that's mm -hmm. then plus shipping. So, I mean, these guys are paying for it. They're buying it, but I want to get the price down for them too. You know, I'm yeah. not in it. I want everybody to be comfortable with this crate and I want everybody to want, you know, to have it. I'm not looking to put nobody out of business. There's enough kayakers out there for all of us, you know, and, uh, get it out, Brad, just get it out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, did you go to the show or did you have yeah. a booth? No, I didn't have a booth. Uh, like I said, there's, uh, I'm trying to get these four crates done right now. So I can uh, shoot a YouTube video. I want to put it out there first to talk about the product, you know, and uh, go over some things with what we did, what I'm going to be doing in the future and what we're doing now. But I went to the show just, uh, you know, hang out with the guys from uh, Strictly Sale. Like I said, Chris and them were up there. Me and a buddy went Friday. Then I went back up Saturday to, you know, pretty much talk business and ran into John from Yak Gadget. Yeah. And uh super nice guy, man. I mean, he uh me and him talked for a while and uh you know, I got a lot of advice from him. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh I mean, I told him what I was doing and you know, he was cool as hell about it, man, and told me what to do and what not to do pretty much, you know, and uh he's a good dude, man, and uh if he ever listens, I thank him a lot, you know, for the advice I got from him. You know, he's Super nice guy. Yeah, we met him two years ago. Two years ago at the Cincinnati <clears throat> show, mm -hmm. and uh, we were really digging some of his uh, the ideas and stuff. And we've been good with him, uh, cool with him since. And Brad and I both uh, fish on his pro staff, and we had him. We helped set up uh, one of the bonafides in his booth. And heck, I think he shared a booth this year with Loveland, didn't he, Brad? Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool. And yeah, Mark, he's a, he's a really good dude. We have a lot of fun when he call uh, when he, you know, <laughs> we actually have him on the episodes too, because oh, yeah. he, he's a good talker and he has a lot of great ideas and he's, he's one of those people like he's going to help you. Like he's very, very kind oh, yeah. and you know, he's not, he's mm -hmm. not in it just to be making money. Like he enjoys right. Like, you know, the community enjoys kayak fishing, you know, and, uh, he's a good dude. So big shout out oh, to yeah. Gadget. Oh yeah. Good guy, man. He, uh, just as long as you let him eat, let him eat during the shows, people. That's all he has. <laughs> Every time he went to eat, he's getting bothered, you know? So I had to deal with that. Yeah. I believe but, it. Nah, he, he's a real good guy, man. I mean, uh, any questions I had, you know, and I thought about it the day before I went up to talk to him. I was like, man, I want to talk to this guy, you know, and fill him out and, I mean, he, he's, he's growing as a business too. And, you know, it's, it's good to hear from him and the way he set up and the way his shop set up. And, you know, I want to get down there and visit him. I mean, he's, uh, he's got a heck of an operation going down there. Heck yeah. that could be you, man. Someday. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man, is uh, all of our brains work the same way, man, when it comes to kayak. And what can we can make, you know, to make our lives easier, you know, yep. and make it easier on the water for us. And, uh, you know, it's just putting it putting it in the paper and then building it. I mean, that's all it is. You know, yeah. it's just having that creative mind, I think, and uh, to be able to see it before you build it. I mean, that coffin crate, you know, I was sitting there looking at my crate and I was like, man, I want something to match the front. You know, it'd be cool to have a crate on the front. And I drew that thing out within minutes and then already had it made within an hour and then, you know, straight to the paint booth. So, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. just like that. It was on the front of the kayak. And the way I have that built is you can take that crate off the front and put the plugs in that match the kayak too. So you can take that crate off, plug it, and waterproof it. So, you know, you can either keep it on or take it off, whatever you want to do. Hmm. See, there's like a big market for stuff like that too. Like, especially like trays for under the seat and, and mm-hmm. you know, motor, motor mounts for kayaks. Like a lot of kayaks out there, there's no custom motor mounts for them yet. So yeah. Well, I heard uh, that's what, what John was talking about is, uh, you know, Hobie ain't going to warranty the kayaks on the front mount or the front mounts for the uh, trolling motors. So really, yeah, I just heard that every weekend from him, you know, yeah. they just don't want them front mounted, you know, they're not made to hold it, I guess. Yeah. And just the stuff they're coming up with for the front, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see about that, but I mean, it, it makes like sense. It, oh, it yeah. makes sense because, you know, you take a shot, to a uh, front-mounted trolling motor, you know, that's putting a lot of weird torque, you know, at mm-hmm. least with like <clears throat> like a torquedo or the rear, it's going to kick up back, you know what I mean, and not put yeah. that weird bend um, to, on the front of your kayak. So, I mean, have you guys seen Gene Jensen when he hit? <laughs> he had a stomp there and he just eats shit right in the water. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so great. Like... <laughs> I love I love Fluke Master, man. I've been watching his videos forever, and he's just he's a good hearted dude, and uh-huh. and he totally was like you know made fun of himself and posted it up right away. And, <laughs> no, it's funny, but uh, yeah, man, um, yeah, I like I said, and like Brad saying, keep doing what you're doing, man, because it's it's refreshing. And, you know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of people always that are gonna have like some sticker shock and that sort of thing, but. I mean, hell, dude, we saw it with Catch. You know, the Catch was started on the same type mm-hmm. of thought that you had is, man, we need one of these. Let's build one in the garage. And they did. And yeah. now that board is used across the country and just about every stinking kayak tournament. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've had the haters, you know, complaining about the prices. But, man, it, what's cool about it is, to every one hater, there's 10 guys bashing him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, man, we're not telling you to buy it. You ain't got to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Is, and it's more geared toward the tournament fishermen. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, I, I got one now that's hold 12 rods. The guy's got 12 rod holders on it. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, they come with eight or six, whatever you want, you know, and he wanted 12. So, I mean, that's the thing is, you know. And then it's whatever like, it's you that, want, man. It's that man thing too. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like, oh, Brad's got six rod holders. I want 12, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he ain't even got 12 rods, man. Yeah, I want no, 12 rod holders just to have him, just to beat that guy. Just to beat that guy. He's like putting his paddles in there. He's putting a net in there. Oh, yeah. He's, He's bringing shade he don't even use. Random tree limbs, stuffing them down there, oh, putting yeah. a flag on it. 
That's yeah. funny. Well, I mean, that's the thing, man. I mean, the sky's the limit with them, but I mean, keep it reasonable, you know, weight wise. I mean, there's, you just gotta, you know, see where you're at with it. Heck you yeah. know, I mean, they're, they're cool, man. Cause everybody's no money seen them. I mean, that's the thing is uh, when people see them, they want to touch them and feel them. And, you know, once they, they see it and see how sturdy it is, it's, you know, they're like, man, I got to have it, you know? So, I yeah. mean, it's, it's pretty cool, man. And being able to talk to everybody, you know, it's, it's a good deal. Heck yeah, man. I mean, well, Brad, I that hell, just being on your guys' show, man, it's a hell of an honor and I appreciate it. And, and it's our pleasure, man. We, we love doing these uh, product showcases and, you know, talking to people with their different products. Like, it, you know, it's, it's refreshing. I, mm-hmm. I, I love seeing the new stuff keep coming out. And yeah. it's been a while, like, because of the supply chain issues that we've seen something be released. A lot of stuff was put on hold. So it's kind of refreshing to see things kind of returning back to normal. Like we saw where, um, mm-hmm. you know, Catch is getting ready to release their cart. Yeah. And, you know, you've got you've got these, you know, other products are going to start kind of coming back out again. It's, it's a nice refreshing oh, yeah. thing. So. Yeah, I think we'll see more, more and more of it within the next year or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Cool. Well, Nick, anything else you wanted to share, buddy? Nah, man. Just uh, you know, you pretty much hit it nail on the head. You know, hit my Instagram up. You know, everybody knows how to find it, man. So okay. that and the website. Just uh, shoot me an email, and uh, we'll talk. You know, right. Brad. Anything else, buddy? Nope, man. We're good. You're waiting for me to cough on you. <laughs> Just one more time, man. Give it to us one more time. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, Josh. I appreciate it, Brad. I mean, a uh, heck of an opportunity, man. And I appreciate it. And uh, I thank you guys a lot, man. I appreciate it. Not a problem, man. Well, Brad, you want to attempt to take us out and finish this up? No, I'm all right. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the final oh. cast. We'll catch you guys next week. See you. See you later. Bye.